Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Today we're decoding Trump tweets of October 27th, and I have Thomas Payne in the ass of the globalists with me today to help. Well, I'm so thrilled to be here because decoding Trump tweets is one of the great delights of my life because I know that these tweets have a direct connection to the White House. Yes, how about that? Okay. Well, if you look in the description box below, you will find a link that takes you to all the tweets and also any other goodies we have left there for you. Remember, your education these days, your citizen education is on you. So, yes, you have to do the heavy lift and read the articles and see the posts that we leave behind so that you can become more informed. The tweets of the 27th largely um, are around the shooting at the uh, synagogue. I'm just going to read one of those and then let you take it away. As you know, earlier today there was a horrific shooting, targeting, and killing Jewish Americans at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The shooter is in custody and federal authorities have been dispatched to support state and local police. Well, this is very interesting. Uh, As you know, Those of you who have followed us for a long time, we are the people who helped decode the perception management that comes from the uh, rogue CIA, the same exact place that the Crossfire Hurricane counterintelligence black ops attack against Trump came from. So it's the same... same people. We're also, we were, we are the uh, writers of an article that's been very popular on the internet about legal propaganda. False flags are legal propaganda by the Department of Defense. I have that link below, but I've heard from a lot of people that when we wrote that back in 2015, it was you know, quite an eye-opener for people. So that is the background from which we are coming as we look at these tweets. Many of the false flags that Obama created were to get guns away from us because he had signed a treaty illegally with the United Nations called the Small Arms Treaty. And in 14 different nations, they sent in UN peacekeeping troops to take weapons away from everyone in those nations. That's what he planned here. And because he knew he would have trouble, he also signed a treaty called the Strong uh, Cities Treaty, which brought in all the UN heavy armored vehicles and basically war machines into every major city in America during 2015 Jade Helm exercises. So what we are seeing now is we don't know. We can't tell you because why? Let me point out a few things about the recent shooting. First off, I just looked at all the pictures Every picture I could find. That were available to us online. That were available to us online. Not a one of them has a byline of who took it. There's only one aerial shot that I saw, which clearly showed that there were no ambulances anywhere near Tree of Life Synagogue. Not a one. When you see the stretchers, look, where's the ambulances? Where where are the bodies on the stretchers? Where are the people who were shot going to the hospital? Why is it that they set up a perimeter? We, We pointed out 12 things, I believe, how you can determine if something is a false flag by looking at the perception management. But they have really learned to curtail the amount of information that they give because people learned very quickly to look at what was being shown and to pick it to pieces instead of simply believe it. It used to be that perception management was reinforced by disassociative information. In other words, pictures that didn't agree, storylines that didn't agree, different versions that didn't agree. That was all part of the plan. 
Now they have refined them down to such very small activities, the Magabomber, literally a van. That's it. That's all we get. With professionally applied stickers, with a man whose shot on CNN was literally photoshopped to make it wider. I mean, the also the thing is, is you cannot believe anything that the propaganda media, corporate media tells you. That is, of course, CNN, but it also includes CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox News, the New York Times, the Washington Post. For, they have lied to us so many times that you need to approach these things as, okay, they're lying to me. And then you also know that the FBI and the CIA constantly terrorize Americans. They use these agencies, they have weaponized these agencies against Americans. So when you see that the FBI is rushing in to investigate, remember, the FBI is the same organization who couldn't find Hillary's 33,000 emails, although everyone in the whole world except for in the United States had a copy of them. Okay, so the FBI does not solve crime. It protects the bad guys and the sooner you wake up to that whole illusion in that game then when these things happen you go okay I'm going to look at this and I'm going to remember that the media always lies to me and these agencies can never find crime sorry now you can go ahead well you're absolutely right and let's just think about that for a moment what you were just discussing first off the MAGA bomber and the Jewish uh, murderer are still blamed on Trump, even though one of them was an anti-Trumper. Because why? This is exactly as you said. The mainstream media takes this for spin. And they don't really care that the things don't tie together properly. They don't care there's so many loose ends. They don't care that the picture doesn't really work. For instance, they whitewashed Caesar's face, the, the MAGA bomber. They whitewashed his face so he would look like a white supremacist when he's a Filipino and an Italian. Hello? Didn't they think that there would be other characteristics in his face that would show his race? They narrowed it all down to a van. So this man, who was a major Bernie supporter, major Bernie supporter, registered as a Democrat, all of a sudden, one of his uh, male dancers has come out and said, this isn't the guy I knew before. This no way. What happened? Did he snap? What happened? Did he go crazy? Well, yes, he did go crazy because he was... The same old usual suspect in Broward County. Did I say it properly? Yes. In Broward County, where the FBI counterintelligence has one of their major headquarters right down the street from Parkland High, where David Hogg pulled off his nonsense. Not to say people weren't shot. Not to say people might not have been shot at Mandalay Bay or that they were shot at, at Tree of Life Synagogue. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that look at the way that it is now controlled. It is very controlled because they got caught making too many mistakes. Now, let's look at Tree of Life again for just a moment. We'll go back to Magga Bomber if you want. But the, the point is, is that take a, pic, take a look at the pictures that you were given. Very few pictures. Not one single tear. Not one single tear. Not one person in post-traumatic shock. Every person in that building that heard those guns go off, if they did go off, would have been in post-traumatic shock disorder. They, sh- they would have been in shock. They needed to be on a stretcher. They needed to have a blanket over them. They needed to have their feet elevated. And they needed to be treated in a hospital. Every single person in there. They don't just walk out after a shooting and there's no press there. The press is there to take all the pictures, but not a single good interview of and anybody. remember, the media lies to you. That is their job. They're the... 
propaganda arm of the Bureau of Broadcast Governors. Now, when you have that many shootings, and less than an hour later, you have pictures of empty stretchers sitting around and so many law enforcement people there doing nothing, all on the outside, doing nothing, it underscores for me that what President Trump said is correct. Had they had a armed <clears throat> guard there, it would have gone differently. Had schools had armed guards there and secure facilities, it would have went differently. Why is it that we can show up with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of law enforcement agents with weapons beyond anything that anyone carried into that synagogue or anyone has used in any shooting here in America, and yet we can't get a security guard on duty. Well, this is also, it's about a gun grab. The globalists, and now that Trump has called out the globalists, he says he's a nationalist. That means that the other team's a globalist, right? And that's not good. And so then we have globalists like uh, that Democrat Richard Blumenthal and even Zionists like Netanyahu all rushing in to make a statement because what they do is that they hide their evil behind the good Jewish people. That's what they've been doing for years. So you see, you can't talk about this without offending them. You, that's what they do. Yes, and Richard Blumenthal, the fake Vietnam vet, who is a big liar, why do we listen to a word he says and now he wants to uh, grab the guns? Uh, well, let's remember that AR-15-like gun, which was not an AR-15, it never it's, is. Uh, oh, it's an AR-15-like. That's probably like the energetic material that they found with the Omega bomber, right? Yes, in other words, wires leading into a uh, tube with sulfur in it with no blasting cap and no battery to make the blasting cap go off and no alarm which could set it off. Completely a fake Halloween trick that was so staged that you can see the patheticness of the FBI counterintelligence and the CIA counterintelligence working together. They use really bad jokes, like they misspelled names on the Magabomber uh, packages. They forgot to mention that they were delivered, hand-delivered. There's no postmark on the stamps, okay? From a guy with a van in Florida, and he yeah. did all of this. He, uh, what did he uh, uh, He drive all across the country and then drove down there to Broward County? Uh, on the salary of someone who has to live in a van. Okay, so we know that's a false flag. But why they are getting very nervous. And the reason that these globalists are getting nervous is people, we've got their number and we can take them down. We've given you so much information that'll take down the globalists and they're just beginning to feel the heat. What we don't know is what's happening behind the scenes with the U.S. Treasury. What are they doing to these globalists, Thomas, that's got them nervous? Well, Trump is putting sanctions on them left and right, as well as he's written executive orders that make all of these things going on quite illegal. So it used to be legal when the NDAA, through Obama's manipulation of it and writing new laws into the NDAA, it was legal to propagandize for whatever presidential administration was in office and to use the full force of the Department of Defense to do so here in America on domestic shores. Now, this is just astounding but now trump has changed that and he's written executive orders so the people doing this oh they have to be very very careful now because all of them will go to jail they'll hang actually for sedition and treason because they're trying to un basically undermine our government so they're very very nervous now let's go back to uh tree of life okay i want to see i i don't make any more pronouncements about these things because they're so pathetic they learned early on those who were staging these that we, the people, 
learned how to look through and see the truth and look through the confusion and see what really happened. So what really happened there? All I see is that some people came out of a synagogue. Some of them were crying and some of them made short little statements. What are we talking about? Less than a dozen people? We do not see a single person on a stretcher. We don't see any of the protocols necessary for an ambulance to get near enough to actually service a mass shooting. But we also know that State of the Nation had predicted that this would have to happen before November the 6th because it's the only thing they have left. They've tried every October surprise, but they sprung it way too early, as we pointed out yesterday. So now let's just attack the Democrats with bombs that aren't bombs. No, those Democrats have already imploded. They didn't need a bomb. And De Niro, his last two movies were a bomb. And Obama, he can't even fill up a high school auditorium. That's what they're using now, the Dems. High school auditoriums that they have to close off one half of it because Obama himself can't fill a high school auditorium, for heaven's sakes. Well, again, it's because we know who they are now. Now, if you want to be helpful out there, there's some word things you can use. Use the word globalist and use the word nationalist. And and the world is now divided into two teams. We've got the nationalists, the patriots, what I call them, and the globalists. And they're freaking out because you have identified the true enemies of the world, these globalists. And this is what I think why we're seeing so many of these false flags now. It's more, they know that they're not going to get the Trump people to back down. And they're seeing the numbers of people that are lining up going to these rallies. And that is really scaring them. Okay. So, and they also know they're crazy Democrats, the ones that are just like brainwashed zombies. They know they can count on those votes. The only votes that they think that they can swing are perhaps those middle of the roaders and those independents. And so these false flags are supposed to pull at the strings of those independents to get them either to stay at home and not vote for Trump or to vote against Trump. That's what I see. And then the other angle is that the uh, globalists have to get the guns out of hands of American patriots. Because did you see how many patriots were ready to go down to the southern border to take care of business if the military couldn't? A lot more than the, even if it were 10,000. And the Americans have guns. Caravan. Did you, have you seen the statistics on how many guns per household? So we know that guns are to protect us from the tyranny that the globalists want to roll here. And we know how to use these guns and people are ready to stand as patriots on our border to protect America. The nations that remained arming their populace did not get overwhelmed, um, overwhelmed by the invasion of migrants in Europe. That's a simple fact. And so in America, when they're trying to take guns and a person like Richard Blumenthal is out there screaming about it, I mean, really, aren't you embarrassed to have him represent you from the state that he comes from? Aren't you embarrassed to have some of these liars? I'm embarrassed for the Democratic Party that they literally hand-delivered to themselves these uh, Halloween firecrackers, which couldn't have exploded. And then today, what did they do? They released an X-ray of a bomb that was mailed to Obama when he needed a little bit of sympathy, and they said someone mailed him a bomb, and they showed the x-ray of it. It was the exact same thing as these. In other words, the pathetic CIA and FBI counterintelligence departments can't do any better than to create a fake bomb that can't possibly ever go off using sulfur 
uh, or what they call energetic material or things that can, in fact, under certain heat and with a blasting cap, could do some damage. And you know what the damage would be if it was sulfur, which is what was found in the recent pipe bombs of the Magabomber? Oh, and by the way, you know where they got that sulfur? They just went over to Hillary Clinton and scraped it off her body. I was going to say it will be a stink bomb, which won't even be as bad smelling as Hillary's cabbage smell that she... Everyone says that gets anywhere near her says she smells like hell. She smells like cooked cabbage, like just... Like sulfur. Like sulfur. Satan. Like Ooh, Satan. Nasty. And so these little uh, uh, non-functional firecrackers were demonstrating how pathetic the rogue CIA is when they set up these really, really bad false flags. And they don't have any effect whatsoever. Now, here's the sad thing, is that it didn't have any effect now, that's really, really pathetic. What we're going to see is that people who hate Zionists take it out on Jews. And I don't like that. Because Jews are, there is, they're, they're a lineal, lineage tradition going back for thousands of years, a religious tradition that is, uh, should be honored as well as any tradition on the face of the earth. And then to confuse Zionism and think that you need to kill every Jew in the world because you think that Jews and Zionists are the same? Let's remember, good Catholics are Zionists. Some of the best Catholics in the world are Jesuits. Well, also, so that people realize that this is a frequent happening in history, you have the Roman Empire early on infiltrating Christianity and the Catholic Church. And what you see today with the pedophilia and the disgusting, disgusting things that are going on in the Vatican with the Pope and all those nasty cardinals, this is a result of the Roman Empire in Festing itself and eating itself from within. So, yes, rogue groups can infiltrate good groups to create havoc. This is also an example when we see the Queen's infiltration into American government through the senior executive service and through Circo. See, they just infiltrate, they act like they're one of yours, and then they take it down from the inside. And the Catholics have been using the excuse of being a religion to commit crimes against humanity since their inception. And I personally believe that we should simply bring to justice every pedophile in the Catholic Church. And let's get those priest pedophiles also. And that we can, we put them in jail. There should be no exceptions made for someone because they're in a religion. As a matter of fact, if in fact it's somewhat pervasive, then take away their tax-free status. The Catholic Church should have no tax-free status in this country. They should be seen as a uh, a monopoly to rape children. That's really their main goal on the inside. And on the outside, they collect a lot of money for charities that never get to the charities. Well, didn't all these Romans in their baths, you said the other day, they all had their bath boys. So this has been going on for thousands of years. Oh, the Romans conducted the Senate business in the baths, and they all had their boys. And uh, this was just an accepted reality. And that that spread into the Catholic Church, well, that's why there's it's an old boys club. And I deflected a bit, but this is important when you look at Zionism and the way it hides behind good Jewish people and the Jewish faith. Just the way Jesuitism hides behind Catholicism. Jesuits, in many cases, do not believe in Jesus Christ. They are waiting for Jesus Christ. They are millennialists. They are apocalyptic theologists. They are liberation theologists. And they are not, in my opinion, in any way Christian. Neither do they believe in Jesus Christ or Jesus of Nazareth who became Christ or any of the things that the traditional 
Catholic Church says they believe in. And this is the problem also with jihadists, with uh, uh, Wahhabists, with Salafists in the Islamic faith. They're not following the good values and virtues of that faith. They have turned it into a, a jihad of hegemony. In other words, just like the rabid Jesuits, just like the Zionists, and just like the radical Islamic fascists that are inside of those religions, they all want right now complete control of the world. And they want to see Armageddon happen, and they want to see Syria bombed, and particularly Damascus, because when Damascus is destroyed, that is the beginning of Armageddon. And so what is going on here? This is the same kind of fear-mongering that those type of uh, radical fundamentalists inside those religions, well, that's happening in politics now. And so isn't it sad that we have to have a mass shooting just to get across a political point? No, you say that because it leads me, I want to say we need to rebrand the Republican Party after the uh, big win in uh, November. And the reason is, is that we need to get rid of these uh, rhinos and these never Trumpers. And the Republican Party, you know, Trump is great at rebranding things. And so it is time. Let's get this Republican Party, this new MAGA party, and make the Patriot Party come up with a name, have the lion as our representative. And what that will do is it'll kind of flush out the remaining uh, rhinos. And when 20 20 comes, they can either be with our ticket in the Patriot Party, the rebranded Republican Party, or they can create their party or do their thing. But I think a time has happened now. The world needs to see that the false alliances, uh, the, the false enemies were created by the globalists to keep us all in conflict. It's Republicans versus Democrats. It's men versus women. It's blacks versus white. And as long as we do not stay united as Americans, it will continue to take down our country from within. Absolutely, Betsy. And these two incidents we're talking about are very much a part of that because as we come to the midterms, we're seeing the end of the Democratic Party because they're going to split into socialists and Democrats. They'll never win again, Not certainly not the White House. And with Trump, he has to absolutely do what he's con continue doing what he's doing, which is to make MAGA the real issue, not being a Republican, because there are Republicans who are rhinos, Republican in name only, just as you said, who are against everything. And to clarify this, it isn't just Democrats who do false flags. It's whatever the administration is. Whoever the administration is and whatever the rogue CIA, in well, other words... Then you're talking about the globalists. Yes, the globalists. And the Democrats are part of the globalist team. John Brennan and Clapper work... Globalists. Now, they're globalists. They don't just work on the news as propagandists. They work for security services. And it's great that they both get their security clearances taken away because they always manipulate them. They go and they make a ton of money working for private intelligence agencies, and it should be criminal. It should be illegal, just like no lobbyist should ever be able to step on Capitol Hill. No lawyer should ever make a law in Congress because you know that lawyer built in a loophole in that law. Why that's do we what have they do. anyone who is a member of the court, of the judiciary system, that's what the bar, but again, of course, we also know that that's part of the British control over us, these attorneys in the bar. But why in the world would we allow anyone who could operate in the judicial system to be involved in our executive and our legislative. That's why this amendment was written, so that we would not have attorneys and lawyers in these two branches. Absolutely. And these uh, federal appeal courts and uh, federal circuit courts, they all need to be closed. 
The only federal they're courts... They're not constitutional. In, they're not... Well, they are pseudo-constitutional, but they certainly are not proper, and they are not ethical, and the Congress has allowed them to proliferate so that there could be basically federal control of every state. Close them all. Let the states handle the issues that need that arise within their states. And to make sure that you close... That you basically close every offshore account. But at this moment, if you simply said, you cannot be a politician, you cannot hold a public office if you hold, if you have an offshore account, that would clean out the Congress. We would have to get all new people. So especially anybody in a top position, because that's how they're paid off. And it, they know that this is the way that it works because they're in the central position to make laws that allow these things to work. So what we're facing right now is the globalists are trying to win the midterm so that they can hit Trump with obstruction of justice. And impeachment. And impeachment will come based upon obstruction of justice, based upon the fact that their Rod Rosenstein, Rat Rosenstein, when he met with Trump, didn't go in there and apologize. He had already five times said that he would resign to other people. He went in there and threatened Trump. And he said, if you, you have already redacted documents and allowed declassification of documents that we consider part of our investigation, so therefore you've obstructed justice. That's what he did. He went there, as always, as a jerk, because he is. He's one of the worst. He has no finesse whatsoever. Rat. He's a big, He's a rat. rat. He's oh. just a rat. Chain. Rod the rat. I mean, this is why you come up with these names for these mobsters. And he is a mobster. He is a, supposed to be law enforcement. And what is he? He is as criminal as Mueller, as Comey, as McCabe, and the rest of them. So he went to Trump and he basically said, if you declassify and unredact the things that you've just said that you would, which would be the, uh, he wants to unredact all the page struck memos, which will, uh, a text message, which will show all of the uh, criminal conspiracy. And which I say might also include assassination plans. Oh, well, we are, we've already seen that. Yes, we've seen that, uh, and we've already pointed that out. At least in two places, they literally said that they were going to shoot or kill Trump, basically, by carrying their extra gun so that they, when they see him, they can shoot him, and they wanted to put the nails in his coffin. And now, you know, I want those released because I want to then take it and walk it right back to the queen who ordered this. Stefan Halper, notice that George Papadopoulos in his conversations is careful never to mention Stefan Halper, who he will be going after. George Papadopoulos is being now fueled by some, you know, some wicked uh, New York attorneys who are probably doing this uh, on contingency, and he will win his case. There's never been a bigger case of frame-up in, in, in U.S. history, political history, than George Papadopoulos. So as he's coming out and showing this, it's just unraveling. So they have to say before the midterms, they had to literally, their last-ditch attempt was to have Rat Rodenstein go over there and instead of resign, which is what he should have done, and brought along the resignation of Jeff Sessions with him because those two, uh, I think they sleep together every night. Uh, I don't know where their wives sleep, but I'm certain that those two cuddle up every single night because they are such good bunk buddies. And what did he, he should have brought the resignation of Sessions and himself, but what did he do? He brought Mueller's leverage to tell Trump they were going to impeach him through obstruction of justice if he declassifies these things. So what did Trump do? Knowing that if he declassified the fi just the 20 pages of the FISA warrant, the fourth one, that Rat Rodenstein signed and said he did not read, oh, that would create such havoc for the Democrats that the red tsunami would be the biggest tsunami in history. But 
it's okay. Trump knows it's fine. And after the midterm, this will go forward because he's given it to Michael Horowitz and given him one week. It's been about five now. And Horowitz has done nothing as he's done. And Huber is still somewhere missing in action. Huber is off. Hey, maybe we need a proof of life on John Huber. I'm pretty sure Huber is sleeping under the same tree as Rip Van Winkle, uh, Jeff Sessions. Their beard is growing long because they haven't opened their eyes since the moment that they were appointed. They've been sleeping the whole time. Hey, what happened to Trust Sessions and Trust Huber Q? Oh, the plan? Oh, yeah. Well, that, I think... Where we go one, we go all. Let let me just say something about anyone who puts anything up on 4chan or 8chan, every four to five weeks, you can get attacked. And that's what's happening. And that's the reason it keeps going up and down. And every time it goes up and down, it's new people, by the way, if if you listen to the tenor of what's being presented. And that's why we object to it so much, is because you don't know whose voice you're listening to. There may be things that are said that are accurate and true, but then the next time it might not be so. Why? Are you listening to an unidentified thing called Q? Well, at one point, it was Jerome Corsi and Tracy Bean and the rest of them who were acting as the anonymous uh, and and the clearinghouse for Q. So Listen, Q was a collective. we've been told about the agent out on the West Coast who's a professor who was also doing Q for a while. You, the point, you don't know. Well, we know who Q was to begin with because we met them and we know that they were actually using our intelligence for the first Q drops. And so we got in from the beginning, but we also knew that it would just be changing hands. And because it's such a big phenomena, it's changed hands a number of times. All you have to do is just listen to the tenor and the voice and listen to what the message is. It's it's been changed up again and again. Now, the last time that they were up and running, I I don't think they've been up since the ninth. Uh, they were basically spouting the exact same things that we were. They were they were quoting articles from Truth News headlines. They were. Uh, giving the same they opinions on our audios, oh, 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 but then the, oh. they added stuff, yeah. and the added stuff is the bait, folks. That's the bait. That's to get you to buy into the fact that they're going to say, just like they said, that uh, Caesar, the bomber, is a MAGA bomber, and he was actually a Bernie bomber. He was a Hillary bomber, and the Tree of Life uh, Jewish murderer was uh, then uh, prompted by Trump hate speech. No matter what happens, these last-minute October surprises are going to be blamed on Trump, and they will not stick. None of anything has ever stuck to him because it's not true. There, he hasn't been lying. He's always been telling the truth, and that's the reason the FBI couldn't find anything on him, and that was the first dossier, and that's when the CIA got it, well, actually, multiple dossiers were produced by Comey that were then given to Christopher Steele through Fusion GPS as his attempt to help the Democratic National Committee get over the fact that Hillary's greatest weak point during the election was her Uranium One Russian connections. Because remember, Hillary and Obama were in bed with Putin more than any presidents in history. And then to turn around and to say that they were helping to get Trump elected, that's insane. They gave $400 million to Putin last time they had an atomic uh, summit just so that he could build a fourth uranium enrichment plant in his, country, in his company, though, country, though he was already using ours at Oak Ridge. I mean, these guys, Obama and Hillary, couldn't be any more friendly to Putin. Putin never said anything about supporting Hillary. You want to know why? That's who he was supporting. He didn't want to taint it. He was supporting Hillary 100,000%. 
Skoklovo, the city of the tech city outside of Moscow, built for him by Hillary and Obama. He couldn't be any happier. Nord Stream 1, Nord Stream 2, all supported by them until the last minute when Obama put sanctions on Nord Stream 1 and 2. And we really know now that the enemy is China. And that's where Hillary is associated. And she's running off to China. Well, they listened to Henry Kissinger and all the big wigs tried to move to China thinking that they were going to be able to overwhelm China with their digital control of the world through the internet. Well, no. China had to have a completely new internet written for them by Eric Schmidt and by uh, John Breyer and by Uri Milner, who also helped. James Breyer. Well, James Breyer in America, John Breyer oh, in Russia. Oh, that's right. We and Uri is in yes, Russia. Is, yeah. is in I'm sorry, James James Breyer in America and Uri Milner in Russia, and James Chandler. But they're all there. It's the same old group. You can bet that so, Comey's oh, money. That, the oh, IBM Eclipse Foundation people. Oh, all of them. And then you can bet that Rosenstein Highland Forum. Highland Forum is right there helping them weaponize the internet to the nth degree. China is the perfect, uh, basically, uh, there are lab rats. We're seeing just how far we can go. And guess what we're going to do to China when it all comes down to it? Turn off their 5G satellites. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's all that happens. That's why we're starting a space force. Because all we have to do, see, China is, is, is vulnerable in so many ways. They're not a, a self-dependent country they depend upon america and without us they die and they don't seem to understand this i recommend if you want to know more about these different threads weed patches i call them take some time and listen to some of our recent videos audios that we've done you know even in the last few months and we'll catch you up with all of this stuff but right now we're focused on these trump tweets and the next one is Watching the Dodgers-Red Sox final innings, it is amazing how a manager takes out a pitcher who is loose and dominating, though almost seven innings. Rich Hill of Dodgers and brings in a nervous reliever who gets shellacked, four-run lead gone. Managers do it all the time. Big mistake. I will have to read between the lines for you on that. Why is Trump talking about sports? Because, because he's telling you it's rigged. rigged. Just like the elections, just like election campaign financing, just like the bipartisan supposed fight going on in the Congress. No, no, it's all rigged. Anyone who doesn't know that every single major sporting event is rigged because it's bet upon. And before they go into the game, do you think the quarterback or the pitcher or the manager doesn't know what the odds are? Do you think they haven't bet on the game? If you do, you're naive. And I'll leave the word naive instead of stupid. Because why do you think these games are rigged and thrown the way that they are? Have you never noticed that everybody knows ahead of time absolutely 100% what the score is going to be, what the spread's going to be? Why do you think Jimmy the Greek makes money? He sets the odds based... He, I thought he was dead. Well, but he, he, the people who've replaced him in Las Vegas, the number one thing voted, uh, excuse me, betted on in America is football. Why do you think Trump took down football? You see, what he's doing is he's working against the mafias that dominate America through their rat lines, their money lines. He has decimated the NFL. But guess what, folks? Though there's nobody in the seats, they go on, and not a single one of those jerks who take the knee 
has had a decrease in pay now, have they? Because they are, um, the revenue stream is coming from the betting that's going on, not necessarily the spectators in the stands. Absolutely. Why do you think the commissioners of these different leagues make unbelievably large amounts of money, literally fortunes per year? Because they make sure that the betting doesn't get caught. Now, the betting internationally was always on soccer, right? Football, as they call football. But soccer, right? The World Cup and all of that. Well, they found out that's been rigged since the beginning. Anytime you have major sports, it is rigged because there is gambling going on. Gambling should simply be illegal in America, period. Whether it's on Indian ground, sovereign ground or not. Gambling is an illness. It's a disease. No one gets out of it who gets into it and no one ever benefits from it. The house always wins. So Trump is basically saying... How disgusting that he had to waste time watching a sporting event that was so rigged, that was so clearly the type of globalist, capitalistic manipulation and vampirization of the American public is right there on the screen so blatantly that it sticks out just like the MAGA bomber stuck out. And just like every false flag shooting sticks out. You know, the, the sports, and I enjoy sports. I enjoy watching sports, good good sports. But it's part of the uh, American brainwashing that's going on. It's a bread and circus. Oh, yes. I mean, look at the research now. I've been saying this all my life because I could see it. But now the research is out and it's conclusive of the major leagues in football. Over 90% of the people participating have brain damage. Now, why are we allowing that to even happen? It's kind of like these uh, full-contact sporting uh, fighting events where people get killed. They ended that years ago. I used to... uh, uh, Don't delve so far into your past. Well, I knew people involved in those things, and so many people were killed, they stopped them. So when you have a sporting event that kills people, or that it ruins their lives, or that obviously their brain damage leads to many of them committing uh, murder... You know how many NFL players are in jail who have beat their wives, who have killed people, who have gotten in uh, uncontrolled brawls so and bars? You, have, you just have a bunch of thugs and criminals out there playing a game, and you've got the mafiosa types and, well, and regular Americans betting on it. It is basically... Why don't, why don't we just put some roosters out in a pen and let them, let them go at each well, other? Well, that's what they do in Hawaii, and I lived right next to one of those... Uh, cockfighting farms and that's illegal too because it's cruel same thing with the uh, other animals that they put into pits to fight but this is what we're doing and i'm glad you pointed that out we are taking people who are basically uh born large uh really to no fault of their own or to no benefit of their own and then we put them in a pit until they have brain damage and we bet on them this is nothing more than throwing Christians to the lions. Yeah, it's the same thing. Now, we got to move on. The last tweet is uh, one where uh, Trump is pointing us to a uh, tweet of Dinesh D'Souza, uh, who said, When Lincoln, an outsider and a Republican, won the election of 1860, all hell broke loose and Democrats went berserk. Sound familiar? And if you go into the description box, if you'd like to see that as a video, it's there. I don't even want to start on Lincoln because most everything you think about Lincoln, most of us, it's not true at all. Oh, you can't do that and not say a few things. No, I'm not going to get into it because people will find this to be absurd unless they've done the research. But the research is conclusive who Lincoln really was and what he was about. But the point is, is that a Republican in those days, at, during the Reconstruction, blacks were all Republicans. So the myth that... Democrats have 
protected African Americans is as unbelievably stupid as anything I've ever heard in my life. In the South, uh, Blanche Kelso Bruce, who was the first black Republican to set a full term in the U.S. Congress, um, he was from uh, Mississippi, I believe, but at one point, every single black Republican in the Mississippi Congress, and I believe in a couple other states, were taken out and shot. They were all black, they were all Republican, and they were shot to death. Why isn't that talked about? So, Dinesh D'Souza, D'Souza how do you say his name? D'Souza. D'Souza. I still said it wrong. Sorry, I'm from the Ozarks. And by the way, I love you Ozarks people. I'm not degrading Ozark people. I'd be back there now if I could be down in Branson listen to some nice country music. But anyway, what he has pointed out in his movies is... You mean that cheap and tawdry Las Vegas type thing? In Branson, Missouri. In Branson? <laughs> Hello. You would go there in a heartbeat? I, I love Branson because oh, I can go geez. fishing. You like Branson because there's another Douglas Gabriel down there. <laughs> <laughs> there is. The number one star in Branson is a guy named Doug Gabriel, which is very, okay. very, very funny. Okay, sorry. I've never met him, but boy, do I look forward to meeting him. I want to be in his band. Anyway, y'all didn't know I played guitar, did you? And sang country songs. Now, uh, what Dinesh has done is he's done movies that have shown beyond a shadow of a doubt that Democrats hate all the people they say they represent that they are the biggest liars in political history. So if you have not seen his movies, go out and see them. And what he's basically saying is, Trump the unpopular. Well, Winston Churchill was unpopular. Lincoln was unpopular. As you can see, they shot him. Well, that's what the media tells you, and the history books tell you. We don't really know now, do we? We also don't even really know the truth of why Lincoln did what he did, but I'm not going to go there. Well, the history books, remember, come from publishers who are globalists. So they give you history that they want you to know. So, for example, many of us read in our history books in high school that we were freed from Britain. And now, lo and behold, we find out, oh, no, we're not. We never won the American Revolutionary War the way we were taught it in school. Right, and basically, slavery has never really ended in America either. And that slavery isn't just for African Americans, it's for all Americans. We are tied to war debt through the U.S. Federal Reserve and the IRS. All of your taxes don't even pay for our previous war debt. I mean, as soon as we realize this, then we realize we're all slaves economically and that we need to really wake up and... Look Rise back at history. And, and and this is why November 6th is so important. We need to give Trump a super majority. We need to make this event an extinction-level event for the Democrat Party. We need to put them out of their misery and get them off the playing field. And anyone who is awake and looking at things closely that would want to, say, vote for Hillary Clinton, then your eyes are closed, your ears are plugged, it is unbelievable that you can't see the criminality going on with the Clintons. It's unbelievable you can't see the criminality with George Soros supporting the Democrats, who this time has targeted George Soros, giving untold amounts of money to people running as the Secretary of State. Now, why would he do that? They control the election. They control the number of votes. This is what we're facing. And if you're a Democrat, you need to walk away. You need to run away because what you have is a criminal organization. Now, we are going after the Republicans on the other side who aren't MAGA, and many of them are criminal. John McCain, 
wherever he is, well, dead or alive. Well, I Lindsey Graham in that category. And, you know, his sudden conversion to see the light doesn't fool me because I look at his past and see him buddying up with John McCain on a lot of things. We've got to get these. And Mitt Romney, if he goes to the Senate, talk about a major rhino right there. Corrupt. The Romney-owned uh, voting machines are all acting up. 17 states, and two states it's already been reported, they're grotesque, grotesque, and they are horrible. They trick you. You vote all Republican, and it fills in Democrats in the key positions. Now, remember, Trump has signed an executive order. He's given a shot across the bow to say if there is cheating and meddling and rigging going on, the full force and weight of the law will come down on you. So these Secretary of States out there who wink, wink, know how these election boxes work, you're on notice. If there's any monkey business going on, we're going to come after you. And there already is, and it's with the very machines that Ritt Romney and his son Tag run. And don't forget, who's sitting there at the top of the Republican National Party? A Romney. A Romney. And she doesn't really have... That would be Rona many... Romney McDaniel. Oh, she conveniently dropped that Romney from her name, though. Oh, yes. And she isn't really doing a good job. She should be absolutely jumping up and down, cheering for the party. And she's basically doing nothing. But I like the fact that her opponent, Mr. Perez, for the Democratic National Committee, has basically said... Get ready for a disappointment in the elections. He's already making excuses for the huge disappointment that it's going to be, while the fake mainstream media is saying, Democrats still up 10 points, 12 points across the board, 85% that the Democrats will take the House, 17% for sure that the Senate is going to go to the Democrats. Lies, 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 just like when Trump was elected. So, folks... Realize the October surprises are not over, not until October is over. And then they are so desperate, they're going to be running these surprises and these really false flag pathetic attempts right up to the last moment. They started way, way, way too early. And so we are all hip to it. So pray that if people were killed, that we can stop this madness. And the madness can be stopped simply by putting an armed guard at the door and securing your exits. That's all it takes. And then to have the Jewish community and Jewish leaders come out and and say that Trump is wrong to say this and they absolutely refuse to have a security guard just shows that you need to look closer at this perhaps false flag. But if there were people who were killed, just like at Mandalay Bay, I cannot say whether people were killed at Mandalay Bay. I can tell you the incongruencies, I can list 150 incongruencies that couldn't have happened. Well, I can tell you that the FBI was in charge of the investigation, and we still haven't found out diddly squat, and it's been over a year, but yet you can take a MAGA bomber, and within a day of him being caught, you already have a com formal complaint filed by the Joint Terrorism Task Force. Please give us a break. Yes, in New York, in the Southern District, because one was sent supposedly to Hillary, again, delivered to her mailbox. No, but the complaint shows that they had taken all of these bombs and they knew where they went and they knew what they were made out of. I mean, this has Peter Strzok's name all over it. Most of the ones that we have a picture of were not sent through the mail. They were hand-delivered to a mailbox as if those people were, get their own mail or process their own mail or even live in that house. George Soros hasn't lived in that house for so long, it's pathetic. 
why do you think Biden was coming out saying he's a tough guy when two of the bombs were sent to him? He's not a tough guy. He's the biggest sissy on the face of the earth. But the point is, is these bombs were fake. They knew they were fake. And yet they threatened Trump all the time. How about Kathy, Kathy Griffin? Why doesn't she go to jail? Let's lock her up. She's the, uh, she's the Clinton killer. She's the, kill, uh, you know, what, look at what these people do. They threaten him all the time. And the same day that this happened, there was an article in the New York Times about assassinating President Trump. It is illegal to even imply that while he is the president, and yet it's run in the New York Times. So they can say they want him dead, but if somebody sends a fake bomb to a mailbox to a person that's never going to see it, they consider that valid.